Well, I know you guys missed us, huh? <laughs> it's, it's been a while, but we didn't leave you for good this time. We're back. We're back. We just took like... A little month break. A little pause. But welcome back to Red Flags and Rosé. I'm Megan. I'm Kaylee. And we're glad to be back. We, we just, really are. There's a lot going on. It's so much going on. And um. it's really funny how like you don't want to do the things that you're not paid to do, um, like clean and yeah. take care of yourself when you're going through like depression and huge life changes. Mm-hmm. And you really don't want to do the things that you're not paid to do that are like outside of your realm. So yes. like as much as we love you all, something had to go. We, we were going to lose our minds. So yeah. it was kind of unspoken. We just didn't meet up. We just <laughs> let it let it go. <laughs> but we're back. Really, it was just, it was a busy fucking time between. It was. Because I went on a family vacation, started my new job. And then literally we got back from vacation, had to do Maisie's birthday party. And it was just a lot. I did not have the mental capacity to do it all. Mm -mm. But I think when we have a little bit of a break, we can come at you all with more information, more advice, stuff we're learning. A new new fire within us Yeah, to create content. And also, you wouldn't have wanted advice from me the past couple of weeks (laughs) because... Hermit over here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was about to say... (laughs) Don't call me a hermit, bitch. <laughs> Both of us were. That's true. I was still out and about, just losing my mind. I did leave the house. Oh, no. To work. Oh, I left the house to work. And to eat. Sometimes. Okay, listen to this shit. I got Hello Fresh, and I hadn't cooked it <laughs> at the beginning of this week, and I was shitting on myself because I'm like, okay, the whole reason that I got this again is because I can't go to the grocery store and, like, put together meals. Like, even when I meal plan and write it all out, I just get pissy at Mm -hmm. the grocery. I, like, Mm -hmm. I get frustrated, and then I come home, and my ADHD brain cannot see my fridge as a meal. I see it as a collection of random ingredients. So HelloFresh is literally, and this is not sponsored. If you guys want to sponsor us, great. I would love that. (laughs) But it's just ideal for someone like me who needs that pre-portioned, don't waste your veggies, you're using all the ingredients, like, it's all there for you. Yep. Super easy. And then I just had to get over the part where, like, it is some prep work and you have to clean as you go and stuff in order for it to not be, like, crazy nasty in the kitchen. (laughs) But I really... Was so happy. It's just easier though. Yeah. When it's all there and all you have to do is throw it in a fucking pan. Yes. Or um, cook it. I don't like. I know. Cut it. You have to it's cut. It's all there for you. You yeah. don't have to go to the store and think about it. It's just yeah. one less thing to do. And honestly, 50 bucks a week. I mean, even 70 bucks a week to yeah. not eat out. To not waste the groceries because yeah. when you're thinking about it, how much shit am I throwing out? Like how much money am I wasting? Yeah. So I live alone, but I, they don't have a plan for singles. No. They have a plan for two people. So what I do is I cook both portions and then the next day I have my lunch. 
Perfect. It's working out great so far, <laughs> two days in a row. So <laughs> proud of myself. I'm not laughing at you. I was I not know. expecting you to say only two days. <laughs> well, I got my box on Monday and I didn't do it until Wednesday. So, well, was it good? What'd you have? Fire. I had um, the first night a zucchini and roasted tomato panini Ooh. with mozzarella cheese. And then it came so with um, potatoes. So you just like wedge your potatoes and then roast those while you're doing all the other prep work. Okay. Super good. And then uh, last night I had um, sheet pan, chicken parm, and roasted broccoli. And then it has okay. panko breadcrumb and cheese like crust on the top of it. Ooh. Super good too. I'm, I'm loving it so far. Good. Um, want to take a pause? Oh yeah, and give a shout out to our two hundredth follower on Instagram. On Instagram, <laughs> um, Marie. Period Rose zero two five. Go so Marie, follow her. Go follow her. She reached out to us. She was super excited to be our two hundred follower, which makes us excited. And it felt like an <laughs> affirmation because literally. I'm sure that she went to go follow us and then looked and is like, these bitches haven't posted in like three weeks. And then we haven't been posting content either. And she's just like, let me just boost these bitches. But little did she know we were only a day out from recording again. So it just felt nice, though, to have that little cute shout out to us where she's just like super excited. And um, we just love hearing from you guys. But, yeah, shout out to Follower 200. We're still going to do merch at 500 followers. So if you don't follow us, go ahead and yeah. do that. So Maisie turned one. She did. <laughs> I was emotional. We all were. As fuck. She's getting so big. I don't know what to do with myself. I mean, what else can you do with yourself? I don't know. <laughs> I need her to stop. You got to do it. She doesn't have to. Just kidding. She does. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, but her birthday party went really well. I was kind of stressed, not even about like the party itself, mm-hmm. but during the party, I was just stressed about not mingling enough or like keeping everything on time. So, like doing the cake, doing the presents, because all these people are just waiting around. And I, I'm like, uh, it didn't feel that way. I'll let you know that. Like it, it felt didn't, like but everybody I felt like was doing their own thing and like just chilled out being there. The food was good. Felt like it went smooth. Yeah. It felt like a stage mom. I was running around <laughs> just like doing anything I could to like make life easier for everybody. Yeah. Honestly, if it wasn't for like you all, Jordan and Kelsey and like, some other people, there would be no decor. <laughs> yeah. I am not that person. I can plan my ass off and make sure everything is there. Mm-hmm. But actually, like, executing the look is just not my expertise. See, I'm like the opposite, <laughs> where I can execute the look, but I just don't like the, like, piecing it together part. Oh, I will. So... What I'm hearing is we just need to go into business together. Okay. As if we aren't right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, but this is different. Okay, so this is a, we're going to go into business for the podcast, but we're also going to open a wedding planning business. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I was thinking more boutique, um, but yeah. I mean, event planning, boutique, yeah. we can do it all. We're boss bitches. Why not? Speaking of boss bitches, we love women and <sighs> we are recording this on Friday and June 24th. I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that this is fucked. Yeah, it's a sad day. Today, Roe v. Wade was overturned, as I'm sure many, if not all of you know. And this is not only just absolutely asinine. Mm-hmm. It is a attack on women. It, it has nothing to do with anything that affects other people. When a woman makes a decision to make an abortion, it is already a hard enough choice. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are just, yay, I'm getting an abortion. It, no. Nobody makes that decision lightly. And then to have to jump through hoops to get it done safely. How many women are going to die? A lot. Just like before. Because it's still going to happen. Just not safe. Yes. And then what's going to happen to the women who have miscarriages and suddenly they're prosecuting people um, because abortion's illegal and then you have to prove is that going to be a thing, you know? Like I how think it already was in Texas yeah. when it first well, happened. With like the thing with Texas is like, but that's the whole United States now. Like, yeah. is this going to be a thing where you have to prove you naturally miscarried and didn't do anything? And how fucking hard is that on women who are already going through the mental and emotional turmoil of having a miscarriage and then to have to be basically, mm-hmm. it's like a fucking witch hunt. Well, it's like... Other people I know that are, like, pregnant now, they're just like, so what, you know, I'm this far along, and then what if something does happen? Do I have to carry to term? Yeah, yeah. you do. What and if you have you an could ectopic die, pregnancy? get infected? Exactly. Like, what, what the fuck is happening? And women are no longer people. Mm-hmm. It's what it seems like. We are not people to them. We are simply incubators. For children that they don't give a fuck about once they are born. Mm-hmm. So this is very uh, conspiracy. But this is how I feel. Just after just reading stuff, like doing research and everything else. And it's just very convenient time for them to be doing this. Because we're also at a time in the United States where, one, we are producing less and less people. Mm -hmm. That's not going to cover the workforce that we need. Um, And I think that this is just their way of making it happen. 100%. The household average is down an entire person. Yeah. It's down an entire person. So what happens is old money can no longer stay old money because nobody's taking the jobs that's going to keep them on top. Mm -hmm. The little worker peons, there's nobody replacing. No, but why should we? We shouldn't be working to fucking death anyway. I have so many issues with it, so many, and I think Mm -hmm. now having Maisie, it makes me even angrier because, like, yes, anything can happen, 
but I'm old enough right now to where I can handle it. But say she gets to the age of what I started my period at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. She'll probably follow suit. And she's raped. Exactly. And gets pregnant. Yeah. No fucking way. Right. And you're going to look at your child who has already been through the trauma at the hands of a man. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to go through the trauma of a pregnancy. Nope. She's going to have to go through all of this at that age. And you already know how pregnancy hormones fuck you up mm-hmm. at 10 or 11. Oh, yeah. And it's the same way of like, if I were midway through my pregnancy and it became dangerous to me, it's me. Uh-huh. Like, I'm choosing me because I can always have another baby. Because who? And not everybody's going to feel that way. They're not. But, but you deserve the right to choose exactly. your own life. Exactly. It's just like, we're not taking guns away. They're not getting taken away. Should they have stricter rules? Yeah. yeah. Should it be a lot fucking harder to get them? Yeah. yeah. Nobody, but are we trying to take them away? Saying, that you shouldn't no. have a gun. We're saying you shouldn't have military grade. That you can like, fucking make a person look like Swiss cheese in a school. Like, uh, put your restrictions on fucking guns instead of women's bodies. How about we just Yeah, did you see that? that? Did you see that? So today, they overturned Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Because it should not be a constitutional right. And it should be left up to the states. Literally, I think it said... Only a couple days ago, only a couple days ago before this, they (sighs) deemed having guns was a constitutional right and not, should not be left up to the states. I just, uh, the thing uh, is, we're not shocked. We're not. We're just at a loss for words. Livid. That... This is actually happening, and I really feel like we are moments away from a revolution. I really feel like there are enough people that are fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. We are about to see something we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, I'm not the one leading anything. I'm <laughs> no mercy, big <laughs> chilling. But all I'm saying is, you can feel a tension and a rage within women, particularly. But within people in general, that is just, it's about to speed And I'm not saying it was right, because it wasn't right to begin with, ever, not ever. And we shouldn't be going off of something from 1776. Literally. It's fucking 2022. They don't have a fucking crystal ball built into the Constitution that tells you every situation and what we're built on. You know how fucked it would be if another religion took over and how much hell would be raised if we were forced to base things off of a different Bible Uh and a different way of... Uh You can't tell me that God doesn't want me to kill the child if I don't believe in God. Yeah. You can't. And there's a lot of people that don't believe in God or believe in the God that loves you and forgives you. Mm-hmm. It's not about that, though. No, it's not. It, and that's it's the about thing. about that little baby. Quit 
acting like you are doing good. Quit. Where are you adopting the children that you're saying can go? Are you fostering them? No. Are you paying for that bitch's medical bills? Um, How about are you paying for her place to live? Yeah. No, you're not. No, you don't give a fuck. You're not helping her. You you don't want the people that are actually using welfare to help themselves to have access to that because they're leeches on the system. And then you want to look at her and be like, oh, well, you're just a whore. Shouldn't have gotten pregnant. Well, she tried to fucking fix that. Who got them pregnant? And also, you're a whore too because how many people are you fucking raw like that? Mm hmm. It's insane. Well, it's women too. Women, I have seen. Uh, I for men just get on my fucking nerves. I love my husband, but they just don't fucking understand because they don't have to deal with it. Right. And some of them do. Some of them are on our I side, feel like and they are people, supportive. This is not a not all men safe area. And, no, because if you're listening to this and you're feeling offended and you're not all men, yeah, we fucking know. We fucking know, but if I sit 10 fucking juice boxes in front of you and tell you that seven of them are piss and that three of them are juice, you're not going to want to take a sip. Yeah. And that's the reality here. We know it's not all men, but it's enough of them. Mm -hmm. And it's enough women too, which is really fucking shitty because they of all people, when we have these same, same body parts. It doesn't affect them. And this is the whole thing. The whole thing (laughs) is I am so tired of people not having empathy because they're not affected. You know, it's like people don't look at it as like the bigger picture here. Well, and they can't put themselves in other people's shoes. And I know we are different because we are huge empathizers and sometimes it hurts us. Yeah. But at the same time, no fucking way am I going to look at anyone in, like, okay, here's a good example. One time, I'm just going to say one of my friends, someone else said at one point that if she had gotten pregnant at that time, she would probably get an abortion because she couldn't do it. And I was older and I said, well, I'm just going to let you know, I'll support you and whatever, but I would take, I would, I would have taken care of that baby until she was ready and I gave her that option but then she was like no I don't think I was okay you like yeah that would be help help yeah but then when they don't if they don't want to don't force something that you offer solutions (laughs) like but it's not your fucking life at the end of the day at the end of the day it is not your choice. You do not have to raise that child. You do not have to live with the decision. No. Pregnancy is one of the top reasons why women die still in the U.S. And that fucked up shit. It is fucked. But the thing is, I would be the same as that girl right now. I might be older, mm-hmm. but I am not in a state where I want to be a mother. No. And it would be unfair to my child for me to be a mom to them because they would not get the love that they need. Because there'd be a a resentment underneath of me carrying that baby. And even if you wanted to take care of that child, I don't want to carry that. I don't want to go through the pregnancy and feel all of the feelings. Well, and that's the stuff that pisses me off. People, well, you can just put them up for adoption. You can do this. You know how fucking painful that would be? That's still nine months of carrying that child, going to your appointments Listening to the heartbeat, heartbeat. which you have to do in order to have an abortion in the first place. 
Like, it's just wild. This yeah, whole day fucking sucks. It is. And also, you think about, like, it's the equivalent to taking a dog to the pound. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. If, no. Even if I found the dog on the side of the road, I couldn't take it to the Humane Society. Mm-mm. I mean, I'd try to find the owner or keep it. Like, there's no option. I'm not dropping it off to yeah. possibly be killed in the shelter. Knowing no. how orphanages are, knowing how the foster care system is, if you are pro-life and you care about this so fucking much, what are you doing to improve the foster care system? What are you doing to help orphanages? What mm-hmm. are you doing? Because the fucking thing this set me off today too congress has not signed a bill that feeds children who cannot eat in the summer without their fee waiver they have not signed the extension so how many millions of kids are not eating this summer because they are not fucking worried about living people they only care about it when it's in your womb they only care (laughs) about it when it comes to controlling women yeah that is 100 percent of what you need to be taking out of this. If Mm -hmm. you're confused at all on what's happening, this is a literal war on our bodies and our choices. Yep. And it's not going to stop here. No, it's just going to get worse. But hopefully, like, like I said before too, not that it was right in the long run, like before, because it wasn't, but I think they fucked up because they got the wrong generation of not just women, men, people, people. Yes. Like you oh have the God. wrong generation. You fucked with the wrong people. <laughs> like, you absolutely did. And I've seen so many posts today that really hit my heart. But there was one where a girl said, if you're going to make women carry children, mm-hmm. then you better be fucking loving those black, brown, transgender, queer babies. Mm-hmm. You do not get to force women to carry children that you are going to hate. Yep. And you don't. I don't, I don't understand how these people can say that they are pro-life. But then when they're born, they hate them. Mm-hmm. They hate people who don't look like them. They hate people with different beliefs than them. They hate... People who have a different sexuality, why does that matter to you? What does any of this have to do with your life? Nothing. But they want control because they're so fucking miserable with their own lives that they have to control other people's lives. And it goes so much further than that even because the government, like, why does this matter? Because you have people... It is deep. ...that have been in there for 30 to 40 years... That should be treated like the president and you only get eight years. That's all you fucking get. And then you're out. They need to stop having these lifetime seats because people above 65 are treated like they are mentally unfit for certain things. Okay. Then why the fuck? Why the fuck? If you're not hiring people for part-time jobs at that age, are you putting them on the Senate? We have fucking 65, 70, 79 If you cannot... Wipe your own ass and or get it up without Viagra. You okay, should not some, be some making... Some young men need Viagra, so we're not going to shame that. You're right. I'm just talking about the old people. 
Old people. We're talking about the old ass men who literally can't even form a coherent sentence because their brain is so far gone. Should not be making decisions. No. 100%. Absolutely not. Like, I don't. It blows my fucking mind how these old people are putting all of these fucking laws on us that we have to deal with. Yeah. And they're going to die. In like two years, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Go home and be with Ethel. Like, get the fuck out of the Congress. <laughs> like, I I don't care. Because even when they're out of the car, even when they get voted out, they still get their fucking salary. Yeah. Still get their salary. So why, why do you keep them in until they're going to die? It makes no sense. It makes zero sense. Like, get them the fuck out. So much has to change in this nation for it to even make sense. Because it really does not make sense right now. We are a third world country. We literally are. Yeah. Yeah. And we could go on about this for another hour. But but there are some things you can do um, to support if you want to. Um, you can rally, protest, always. It's a big thing in communities. Everyone's feeling the same way. Get together, let off some steam, raise your voice. Um, if you are in an abortion-hostile state, and even if you're not, consider purchasing abortion pills and emergency con- contraceptive to have on hand. And you can find more information about abortion pills, um, at plancpills.org. Um, and then you can also donate to an abortion fund, which is abortionfunds.org. And then please, I know people don't think that this makes a difference, but it does, but reach out and pressure your local government to take legislative action to protect the right in your area. Yes, absolutely. Because as of right now... As a nation, it's not going to happen. So the only, the best thing we can do right now is go through the state. And we know and I mean, for us, we're in Kentucky. Yeah. It's going to be fucking hard. Yeah. But I'm hoping and I'm really hoping Daddy Andy comes through. <laughs> one him, but also Joe Biden. I mean, yeah, I hope so. I, I, I feel really like hope that he follows through because he hasn't followed through on some things. But if there's one thing, he's talking the talk. Mm-hmm. on what he's going to do to make this change. But this is not why we're angry. It, we are not angry <laughs> because it happened. We're ha- angry about why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Because we know that ultimately something's going to happen. We're not going to lie down and take this. Change will happen, but it's the underlying shit. Mm-hmm. But going on with more resources for you guys... Um, if you need to find somewhere to have an abortion, there's abortionfinder.org or I need com. If you need financial assistance, um, it varies for how much it can cover, if it's helping cover travel, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, abortionfunds.org slash need dash abortion. There's free legal advice at reprolegalhelpline.org. And then you can also access medication, um, Every state, you're able to do this. Mm PlanCPills.org. So 
please, guys, it, we just can't ask you enough to share these resources with people that need them and to, if you are a man and you've made it this far into this, we need male voices. Mm-hmm. This is the same as when you're being an ally for people of color. White voices are heard amongst white people. Male voices are heard amongst males. Men are taken more seriously with men. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it's always been. And we need allies to speak up in support of women right now. But why? It's so mind boggling to me that they even have a fucking say when they have a penis. I'm, and they're the reason we get pregnant. Like, like the whole reason we know. get pregnant is because it's of men. Given, it's it's mind blowing. It's giving Handmaid's Tale. Very it's, much. Yes. And also if men could get pregnant, you'd be able to get an abortion at the drive through. Oh, first of all, let me fucking tell you, I know for a fact <laughs> That these rich motherfuckers or any politician or anybody, their oh mistresses my God. and their daughters still getting abortions. They're still going to get their fucking birth control because uh, you yeah. can't ruin my image. Yeah. Fuck off. I like, mean, fuck them. And then fuck people like Lindsey Graham, Lady Graham, who fucks male prostitutes. Sorry, male sex workers. Like, Mm -mm. you're going to say that gay people don't deserve to be married and have relationships, but you're gay? (laughs) Sir. And also that goes towards the people who are saying that the whores are seething. Mm -mm. I saw a post of these people that have a podcast Mm -hmm. and they had a sign that said something to the effect of like, when for babies, the whores are seething. Babies get to live. The wh- whores are seething yeah. right now. And it's like, sir, first of all, who's fucking you? Really? Because they need help. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, if you need help, just like blink twice. <laughs> because why are you fucking him? <laughs> Two, I'm sure they've spent an entire one of their paychecks on plan B pills in a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and three, women are not whores for partaking in sexual relations that you are also partaking in. Yep. Because men only want women who don't want them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. They will talk you up, talk you up, talk you up until you're naked and then fuck you. And then you're worthless after. Mm-hmm. Oh, all my homies hit that. She's for the streets. Okay. What are your homies for? Y'all all knew that you were hitting. y'all all got a dirty dick then like if you want to be so shitty Mm -hmm. and talk about this the whores are seething Mm -hmm. and it's you and your mother fuck you like i'm i'm that (laughs) post like really got me riled up when i saw it if you can't tell kaylee is angry i've been pissed (laughs) all day the whore is seething right now (laughs) it's really not a laughing matter but it's I not, just, but what else can you do? Like, if you don't laugh, you cry at this point. And I've already cried enough. Uh, me too. I, literally, <laughs> the last time that I felt this sad and hopeless was the night that Donald Trump was elected. Yep. Like, that was the, the emptiness that I felt that night was the last time I felt this it's just disappointing. Depth. It's disappointing when... 
you see all this stuff and I'm really like, I've gotten to a point where I like am trying to stay off of social media. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's also just nice that we have it, especially TikTok, right? Because you can see how these other countries like treat their people, especially women. Like, oh, you mean you like with see, respect and resources for them to adequately live? Yeah. Or people actually want to have fucking kids. They actually want to yeah. have kids when they want to. Abortions are still a thing. They are not taken away. They have proper sex education. Yes, they do. And that's the other thing that pisses Like, oh, it just makes me so mad. I don't. I have to move. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I think that's what everybody is starting to come (laughs) to that point. But I feel like um, it shifted from that I'm moving mentality to, all right, I'm fucking pissed. Mm -hmm. Where, Where can I sign up to make the change? Yeah. Like, where are we going? Because ultimately, my Uber has arrived and I'm exiting, like, I'm going, I'm getting in and we're taking off to another country. <laughs> but uh, if we're about to experience a revolution, I'll do what I can. But it, <laughs> the second it gets, like, really bad, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I just have so many feelings about it. I know. It's depressing for real, but... It is, but at the same time, it gives me a lot of hope um, seeing how many people are pissed, mm-hmm. you know, and that is seeing true. the rage, yeah. seeing the protest. One was, uh, go- one's going on right now downtown, actually. Uh-huh. Um, so, it, you know, people are angry, but I will say earlier, I was looking under the Roe v. Wade hashtag on Instagram and it took me out of my little shell because obviously you're Uh going to be friends with people that are like-minded. Your TikTok's going to be tailored to your beliefs, like all of that. And there were so many people rejoicing and so happy about this. And they're Mm -hmm. like, this is a win for life. Okay, bitches start taking care of these babies. Then Mm -hmm. you, you start taking care of them and oh, also pay for their therapy when they're growing up because they didn't grow up in a correct home mm-hmm. because their parents didn't want them. Okay. And Oh, the parents didn't want the baby because they didn't have money. So, um, extra mouth to feed. Yeah. You going to help with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Rejoice for life then. Good on you. I just don't understand why people like, you're going to have your opinions regardless. Right. You're going to, not everyone is going to agree. You can't, you have a it's billion fucking people. But that's what's beautiful about, this is what the beauty of our country was built on. Supposed it's to. It's a melting pot. This was supposed to be a melting pot of different ideas, different cultures, and they don't want it that way. It's becoming too different. It's mm-hmm. becoming less white. It's becoming where white is kind of becoming the, mi- the minority. And it's freaking these old white people out. Well, then they need to go back to Britain. But you know what? Nobody wants them. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like they're like, I'm but Scottish. No, you fucking aren't. Your great, 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 great granddad was, <laughs> but you ain't. You're Caucasian. <laughs> like, and I can tell the caucasity. Bitch, I'm Irish. Yeah, I'm half and Irish, half Scottish. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bitch, nobody cares. Like, you're literally a heathen. That only matters if you're trying to get a scholarship for college. Dead ass. Shout out to me being one generation off from a full ride. <laughs> Same. Pissed. I think I'm like one sixteenth or one so No, you're one thirty second because one sixteenth is where it cuts off. Because Fuck. I'm one thirty second as well. Fuck. Uh-huh. Damn. I know how it feels. I do. Because I looked at my dad and I was like, you bastard. <laughs> like, you could get free college and you didn't, but you made me go. And now I'm in all this debt. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm. But anyways, we could spiral on our little rant a little bit longer. Or we could switch gears. Let's go back to a lighter note. And transition into something else. I can tell you. <laughs> Y'all, this week has been rough until yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you something. So I didn't feel that great last Friday. And then I ended up calling into work. And then I, Maisie ended up not feeling good either. Took her to the doctor. She had an ear infection. Cool. Okay. I was still nauseous. So I was like, all right, I don't know about this. So then Saturday rolls around and it's our birthday party. I felt a little off in the morning, but then after that, I guess I just kept myself so busy. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having us over while you were feeling like shit too. (laughs) (laughs) You're over here wrapping your arms around our neck like, yeah, I love having you here. I didn't feel bad though. Yeah. You just felt off. I will tell you why I did what I did. Okay. So then Sunday rolls around. I felt good. Okay. Until we went to the movies. And it hit me like a freight train. And I was like, oh my God. I I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I'm not going to make this fucking movie. I had to get up once and I went and just. What did you guys see? Top Gun, the new one. I knew it. It was good. I heard it was really good. And I needed more Miles Teller though. I needed more. I love him. Of him shirtless. Shout out to his wife. Yeah. You really won. For real. And she's so fucking funny. And she's well, she posted on TikTok and people were like, oh, here she is, the claimer man. <laughs> but it was good. Anyways, I fucking you hate made Tom a, Cruise. Did you have to make a quick exit? Yeah, and then I shit. Almost <laughs> shit myself. So then I'm sitting there and I got really tired. So I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm just nauseous. And I tell you, I went to sleep <laughs> at 7.30 on Sunday night. 7.30. Yeah. Okay. I wake up. <laughs> Austin hasn't left for work yet on Monday. And I lose it. I am sweating in the bathroom. <laughs> you got the meat sweats. <laughs> oh, I'm sweating. All the, everything. So I yell for him and I'm like, I need a hair tie. <laughs> He was like, where are they? I was like, I don't fucking know. It's like, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> he was like, oh my God. Okay, let me go find one. So then he goes and finds one. He's like, all I can find was a clip. I was like, clip my fucking hair. And then I just 
it unloaded, unloaded, vomited everything from the day before. <laughs> and then no. after, I felt so good. I felt so good after I vomited. And so I was like, oh, no. So then I texted Kaylee and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Okay, no, you listen. I thought that you felt like I was on suicide watch. You said, are you feeling okay physically? <laughs> and I, literally, we hadn't talked the, that day. It was in the morning. And the first text I get from her is, are you feeling okay physically? And I'm like, yeah, we just had like a great weekend. I was happy all weekend. I just told you I'm coming out of my depression. So I'm like, am I, am I giving suicidal? No. Like, and then she tells me about how she puked. I had to make sure someone else was sick because I thought I was fucking pregnant. I I talked her down from that because I I was like, bitch, are you pregnant? Because you all don't understand. I did the same shit with me. That's the only time I've thrown up besides when I was 14 Mm -hmm. and had to get my appendix out. I don't don't fucking throw up. Yeah, I do not throw up. I shit. I'm a shitter. Yes. When I drink too much, shit. So I was shook and I was like, oh my God, I, my life flashed before my eyes first. <laughs> Second, I went back through every time we have had sex. We use condoms now. We yeah. don't like right. TMI, but you know, whatever. So I'm we like, literally Fuck. have talked about the worst things on this podcast. Like <laughs> it is not TMI that you use condoms, <laughs> but I was just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. So then I suffered through work, I went to work because I was like, I can't call in. I can't call in. We were there for an hour. I could take Maisie with me. She projectile vomits all in her room, all in her little classroom. And I'm like, oh, yes. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want her to be sick, but yes. You're fucked up. Someone You're else like- is- so then we go home. It's just me and Maisie sick. So I'm like, okay. She didn't throw up again, and she was playing, and I was like, all right, well, back to the pregnant thought. Oh, my God. (laughs) And so then I was, like, texting Austin on and off, and I was like, well, I hope I'm not pregnant. You know, I'll be in a depression because I'm not ready for that yet, guys. Yeah. I am not. Um, So then all of these people within the next day and then the next day, everybody – like five family members, two friends, they're all like, oh my God, I think I have a stomach bug. I'm shitting everywhere. I'm throwing up. And I'm like, yes. I'm so I'm glad pregnant. that wasn't me, bitch. I would have literally, that might have been my last straw. Because I had mono the week before. Because your girl gets recurring mono, which is apparently a family like of herpes viruses. Really? Yeah. So, um... Every time I get overly stressed, it's like my stress builds up for years. And then once I reach like a nice come down mm-hmm. part where I'm like starting to regulate, I get mono. This is the third time I've had it. So it's like you weren't stressed enough. Yeah. So let's um, get you sick. So come on, bitch. We're addicted to cortisol. So let's pump this out. <laughs> let's get you real, real turned. But yeah, so that was my story for the week. I'm feeling much better. Um, and I knew I was cleaned out because I did not poop 
for three days after okay, I felt great. Listen, it sounds like you got a free colonic. That's true. <laughs> Clean that colon out. <laughs> That's bitch. true. And I ate my first meal, like that wasn't crackers or Sprite. Right. I think on Wednesday, Man, like at you work. Were taking the precautions. I was. I was like, nope, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Because I was still like a little queasy. I don't know. It just wasn't something that yeah. felt right. And it was a ham sandwich, and I devoured that shit. Wheat bread and just some deli ham. Just I was like, oh, my it. God, this is gourmet shit. You really don't know what you're missing out on when you're sick, for real. Oh, my God. When you get well after being sick, incomparable. <laughs> When you can breathe out of your nose after a yes. week and not being able to, it's literally like you're smelling colors. Like yeah. you, you're just like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> or like, um, and you want to smell everything. The worst is when you get sick and you lose your taste. Like obviously not, not like Ugh. COVID taste. I'm talking it about. It just tastes different. Yes. It's where yeah. you lose that sense. And like, man, milk was the worst thing to drink when Pew. you're sick. Oh my God. Nasty. But I don't drink milk regardless, so uh no, I'm a nasty bitch. Pew pew. I was <laughs> I was raised drinking a whole glass at dinner. That was just how we were. We went through like three no. gallons a week. No thanks. It's pretty gross. I don't really drink it now unless I'm like eating like, cereal to me, or or this is like no judgment. Zero. But like to me that's just the equivalent of like them offering milk at fucking lunch in schools. Oh, I smacked the shit out of some chocolate milk. I'm like, bitch, that I don't milk want was, mm. milk with my fucking chicken nugs or my chicken sandwich. Listen. No. Yeah, I was loving up. that carton milk. <laughs> no. But let me tell you about, I went to Half Price Books mm-hmm. today to sell some books. When I tell you, I gave them my whole library. Like, okay, everything. pause. I had to use context clues because it literally <laughs> sounded like you said, I gave them my vibrator. Oh. These headphones <laughs> are like damn near soundproof. No, I gave them like my whole library of books that I had, I was which say, filled up like box? A, a huge box. Yeah. And so $60. Bitch, listen to this. They scan all of it in. They're like, it'll just be a couple minutes. So I'm like, okay. It really was quick. She's like, okay, we're done. So I go up there. If you had to estimate how many books? Uh, I would at least say about 20 to 25 books. Okay. I don't know. It was a pretty big box. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we have your estimate ready or like, you know, whatever. Okay, hold on. I'm going to give you my real guess now. Okay. $13. Close. Okay. $12.81. Damn, I was over. $12. What a fucking ripoff. That's <laughs> some GameStop energy right there. I know. Like, damn. I'm, like, I'm supplying you with these nice-ass books that I haven't even read. I just bought them off of Amazon. <laughs> You're like, these are crisp. Never been read before. <laughs> there was one, though, that I literally bought from them. In college, like for college. Yeah. <laughs> it literally had the sticker. So they're probably like, this bitch is trying to get my bed for this. But hey, I took I was, all of my textbooks there a couple years ago. You? $75 for like six oh. books. 
So that's kind of why I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. But nope. I might have just had like a really nice person evaluating them that day. Nope. Well, they scan them in and the computer is uh, what gives them the value. But still, I was not, I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, like then maybe fifty cents the book. Like, get the fuck out of here. At least twenty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> give me some gas. Oh my god. Yeah, I haven't been doing anything too interesting these days. Um, but last weekend, I did take Kyrie for an outing at this cute little brewery in Crestwood mm. called Third Turn, and I. Love the Oldham County Gardens like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we went there and chilled with my brother and his wife for a while. And it was a nice evening. I didn't know they allowed dogs. Yeah. That's a game changer. Yes. So that was fun. And then um, I haven't really done anything else. <laughs> um, I did... Try something new, inspired by TikTok that you know about. And I reached out to somebody on death row to be a pen pal. <laughs> so that's been fun and interesting, getting to know somebody um, who's in a totally different place in their life. Mm -hmm. um, a place that I'm lucky to be naive to. Um, I've never even known anybody that's gone to jail like jail, even, mm. let alone prison. Yeah. Um, so getting to know him has been really eye-opening. And I feel like it honestly pulled me out of the depths of the depression that I was feeling um, because his perspective, he's arguably in rock bottom. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's as low as you can get. I feel being like he has a in good... In that position. And he has this completely different mindset than I would have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> you know, but it's like me and you talked about if I were in that position. No, my, I have the mental strength. We're going to unlive ourselves. Uh, yeah. Unlive ourselves. I would if. definitely be unalived and like, yeah. Week tops. There's no way. Because I just couldn't do it. Like, I have a nice life. And even still, like, sometimes I'm like, damn, like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And not even in, like, a suicidal way because I'm too scared of death to do that. But, like, <laughs> it's just, like, I feel like I can't go on. But it's been so nice to talk to him. And I feel like it's honestly benefited me more than him um, because he's just provided me with so much perspective mm -hmm. and not even in a way where I'm like, Oh, I feel better because you're in a shitty place. It, it's genuinely, he's pushing me towards my goals and he's opening my eyes mm -hmm. to look at things in a different way. And also well, on that note, the book that I got on audible that I was telling you about mm. you guys, it's good. But it's a book that I've been hearing about on TikTok for literally forever. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Weist. And it might be Brianna. Weist. <laughs> it's like SpongeBob <laughs> when he's like, East? I thought you said Weist. 
what kind of compass are you reading, boy? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Just ignore us. She <laughs> makes some really good points about these eight different things that people do that like are just really bad mm-hmm. habits to get into mentally. And that's like the first essay. I was like writing down notes furiously. Oh, like, she starts off strong. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and I mean, she kind of repeats some ideas as she's going through the different essays, but like, duh, she wrote 101 essays and they're like collection from over the yeah. years. Um, but it, it's like you hear things reiterated and it's kind of nice because I feel like when you're reading self-help books, it gets overwhelming because you're like, oh my God, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. This is such a good point. And then you just don't remember it. You don't put it into practice. You mm-hmm. don't take it anywhere other than in that moment thinking, oh shit. Yeah. But I'm excited to, um, keep listening. Cause again, I did get it on audible um, I've just been tired of podcasts lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and reading, I can't do that at work, obviously. So it's just been kind of nice to have something different or like when I'm trying to do chores and just distract myself. Yeah. Um, but that's also helped my mindset a lot here recently. I've just been reading. I did watch The Summer I Turned Pretty, which was very good. I really don't want to give a lot away, but I know probably most people have watched it by now or have heard yeah. about it. Um, I'm ready for the set. There's going to be multiple seasons, which mm-hmm. I'm glad because the last episode kind of like in just ended. Yeah. Like you kind of got a gist, but then it just ended. And I was like, kind of like Firefly Lane. I was like, I need more. When is that show coming back? More. On? Who knows? Who fucking knows? I don't even want to watch it because I was going through some trauma while I was watching that. That shit was so good. And it was really good, but I'm going to be right back in that mindset because of who mm-hmm. I was watching it with. <laughs> but, but, yeah. It was just a different... I feel like I... So, like, I watched it and my sisters watched it. And we all had a different perspective about it. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way because it was actually a very... It was cheesy... It was a high school cheesy show. I love it. Like kissing booth cheesy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. And it was, it gave me kissing booth vibes. Um, But I put myself in the parents position in the show, not the kids. Like I liked the story of like her with the two boys and stuff, but like I put myself in the position of the shit that their parents were going through. I feel like that's just a shift of where we're at in life, where we're starting to relate more with older people. Yeah. And how I would handle what was happening. Like if, if that were like me and Maisie, you know, I'm like, I was a mess, an absolute mess. And no one warned me until after I watched the last episode before I went to work yesterday. Eyes puffy, red. Man, see, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't know if I can watch a show that sad. It's only the last episode. But I it's, get it. It was happy. T- like, it was good. I don't know, bitch. After someone great, I don't really trust you anymore. No, it was good. I promise. I wouldn't steer you wrong. This time. <laughs> this time. Yeah, you steered me straight into the dirt with that one, bitch. I was thinking about rewatching it the other day because I'm like, you know, maybe now 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I think it would scrape my scab off of my wound. Like I'm finally healed up uh-huh. and I feel like it'd be like getting shoved down on concrete. Yeah. So I'm just not. <laughs> um, right now I'm watching Ozark instead. Finally gave yeah. into that after much pressure from a lot of people. Um, and to be honest, it was a slow pickup. I tried starting it three different times. This time I just kept watching it. I was like, okay, just push through. And then I was like kind of invested, but then man, you get into the last couple episodes of the first season. My God, (laughs) I can't stop watching it now. I like might go hang out with my brother in a little bit, but I'm like, I could just stay in and watch Ozark. So we'll see. But well, yeah, you see your brother every day now. (laughs) Yeah, we do, but it's work. (laughs) I know it's different. You know, his wife's going out for drinks with her friends and me and him sure don't have friends you. other than like you hanging out with me right now. I'm fucking chopped liver. That's what I heard. <laughs> Whatever. Who's over here right now? This is our job. <laughs> We're not getting paid to do it, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Whatever. I'm hurt for real. Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know your friends when you're just like shut up like, <laughs> oh my you already know listen okay you all are probably gonna think this is weird but this is just how my family is okay oh shit so my sister the middle one mm-hmm. we play volleyball on thursdays i was leaving yesterday and she goes love ya i gave her the dirtiest, cringiest look. And she was like, what? And I was like, dead ass. We don't say that. Dead ass. We don't say that. Me and my brother do not say we love each other. And we don't. And he laughs when I do. I know. Because it, we don't say it. <laughs> we don't. When we got off the phone one time, I was like, love you. And he like laughed and he was like, love you too. But like, it's, it's yeah, we that didn't way. Even, I didn't even do that. Yeah, I was just like, bitch, we, when do we hug each other? We hugged each other at Maisie's party. Yeah. That's it. We do not hug. Oh, I know. We don't take pictures together. We don't hug. No, I love yous. (laughs) Every once in a while. Every once in a while. We'll throw it in there. (laughs) It's like, you seem like you might end it today, so I'm going to (laughs) just remind you that somebody cares. That's what I told her. I was like, we don't say that. Like, save that for when we're dying. Like, we don't. (laughs) Literally. Like, I know. Just keep it in. She said that our younger sister, she said the same thing to her. The same day, and she did the same thing, and she was like, "What did you just say?" Literally, <laughs> why is it like you can look at them and be like, "You fucking cunt!" Literally, like blah blah blah, just like go in on them, and they're like, "Hee hee hee!" You're like, "Love you." So what the fuck did you just say to I me? <laughs> so she was like, "Okay, see you, bitch," and I was like, "That's more like it." <laughs> it's like, yes, call me out of my name. This is what exactly. we're used to. But I feel like I'm glad I'm not the, the only one. Yeah, like it's just we don't say it. No, I feel like the closer you are, the less you say it, or like the less don't. affectionate you are because like it's just known. Yeah, you just know. I mean, why wouldn't we? I don't know. That's I'm what. not going to change anything with my brother. I'd feel weird because like it is weird. It is. We we're like literally it stung together my tongue, every and I didn't even say day. it. <laughs> It'd be weird if I just started saying I love you. It's like. Sweet home Alabama vibes. Your coworkers probably be like, 
Puck. Well, what was funny is <laughs> somebody that we work with, like they're our customer, but I like talk with them often. He <laughs> called my brother for something and he's like, so is that your wife? I saw you have the same last name. And he's like, you know, that's my sister. <laughs> it was just so funny because honestly, I feel like, um, depending on your dynamic, I'm like a wife, like our relationship mm-hmm. where I'm like a mom. Mm-hmm. So I can see where they would think, but like definitely not based mm-hmm. off of any vibes that they get. It's genuinely just because I'm like maternal. And I'm taking care of everything, and I'm, like, making him go to lunch, getting him lunch, like, making sure he's taken care of. Yeah. And they're like, damn. It's like, maybe I should have my sister work here. I was like, your sister probably hates you. And they'll laugh. (laughs) They're like, yeah. Yeah, bitch. I love her, but I'd hate working with her. (laughs) At least they're honest. Mm -hmm. At least they know. I was going to say, me and... The middle Rachel, the middle sister. We've worked together before. We are very good. Yeah, you've also you roomed together, like working together. You were roommates, not just the brother, like living at home roommates. But you all moved out and had a house with multiple roommates and never had an issue there. But the other siblings, forget it, it. forget it, could never. I would lose my shit. I feel like Rachel has a very agreeable personality, though. Like, where you can mm. tell her critical... Like, you can critique her, and she doesn't take it like she's, like... She might get a little offended. Well, I'm the same way. But like, she can tell she me. she will make the change that needs to be made mm-hmm. or apologize. She's The ego's just not there with it. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's easy to live with people. But when you get to the point where they're very emotional when you say anything... Or, like, for me, when... My perfect roommate is someone I don't have to talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. I want to come home and not have to greet you and ask you how your day was. I want to come home, decompress, and exist. That might That's be... That's why the dog is the best. Literally. <laughs> but the thing is, I come in, and every day I'm like, Hi, bub, did you have the best day? Look at him. <laughs> he just got so excited, because that's what I do. I come home, and I'm just, like, talking to him, asking him mm-hmm. how his day was, even though... He, he didn't do shit other than... Well, that's because he's here alone. Yeah. Well, I know, and you but... you feel bad. I did the same thing. Then there's, things. like, a human sitting in here, and I'm like, nope, can't speak. I did the same thing with Austin, for real. Well, not Maisie. Maisie's your equivalent to my Kyrie. Yeah. It's I'll different, I'll greet the dogs, it's and I'll greet Maisie, relative. and I'm like, hi, babe. How was your day? Oh, you look so cute. And then Austin's just like, hey, and I'm like, Hi. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Have you seen the TikToks where it's like to my husband that I'm so mean to and you think it's about to be an apology and then they just like make a stank face and they're like, get over it. (laughs) I have gotten nicer. It's fine. I'm not mean. Just sometimes I don't want to talk. No, I get it. I get it. Maisie can't talk to me. Yet. The dogs can't talk to me. Yet. And when she gets to that age, I'm going to be like, Watch mommy your needs mouth. a minute. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm just kidding. I would never. Mm. I would never. I wouldn't just see like. Well, see, and that's why I, I would never. exercise my right to an abortion. <laughs> it's because I would. <laughs> they don't know better. They get excited. Well, it just depends. I would never like tell my kid to shut the fuck up. No. I'd think it. Yes. 
there might be a day. I feel like when they're teenagers and they get to that, if they're being assholes, I see, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, do I really want kids? Because I like them until they're about six years old. (laughs) And then when they start getting the attitude about things, it's really just them becoming independent. Mm -hmm. They're becoming their own person and I don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) You independent bitch. It's like, okay, look, I taught you a lot of things, but I did not teach you that. Stop. <laughs> I'm like, is this your personality? Because I didn't sign up for liking this. it. Nothing. And that's a fear of mine too. What if I fucking hate my kid's personality? You won't. You won't. I don't know. I'm sure some days my mom is like. Okay. Well, let's think about how we would raise our kids. True. It's a lot different. It would be that's a lot different. That's what I tell myself. But I'm actively trying to put boundaries around myself with my mom. I have not called her other than when I lost my vision from my migraine on Monday, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. Recovered from mono Mm -hmm. and then lost my vision on Monday. Love it. Um, I did call her because I was scared I would need a ride home. But other than that, we've only talked on the phone twice in two weeks, which is down from two to three times a day. And I know she's probably struggling, but at this point, um, I did talk to her about how when I was younger, I felt there was an emotional labor on my Mm -hmm. part where she was a mother to my brother and a friend to me Mm -hmm. because I saw the ugly parts because I was around her more and I didn't feel as loved and I was open about it and it really hurt her feelings. And she did try to turn it for a second where she's like, I don't know what I did, but you know, mm-hmm. crying. And I looked at her dead ass. This is how I know that I'm at a, a different place in my life. I looked at her and I was like, this is not about you mm-hmm. right now. This is about how I feel because, well, because they, of you. They always want to minimize and make it seem like they, they weren't a bad person and we're not calling them a bad person, but that's what they take it as. Yeah. And that's what I said. I was like, I don't want you to think I don't love you or that. I don't, I see why you were the way you were. Mm -hmm. I get it. But there's emotional trauma that I have to work through. I was like, as much as I blame dad for a lot of my issues, you're a bigger part of my issues Mm -hmm. because I didn't have stability emotionally growing up. You were unpredictable. So now when somebody's tone changes, I'm analyzing, are they mad at me? How can Mm -hmm. I fix it? And when they pull away, instead of me allowing them that space, I want to fix. I want to do. I I need to do something more because that's what fixed it and made me feel loved by her. Mm -hmm. So right now, as much as I'm feeling guilt for not reaching out to her as much, I'm also in my head realizing this is way better. Mm-hmm. It is way better to feel this way and be taking care of me emotionally mm-hmm. than calling her to take care of her emotionally. Well, and like even when my um, mom was like travel nursing and like she was out. Right. We would only be able to talk to her like once a week. And I think that's better. It is. It's better. Because it's like a you true actually mother child relationship. Well, and you actually have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be calling her for the gossip. You shouldn't be calling her. You know what I mean? 
Like, of course, yes, just give me, as she give me the family me. tea every once in a while. Right, but, right. Know. But it's the personal <laughs> stuff where I'm not going to tell her that I had to take a plan B. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no. I, I never would tell her that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would never tell her that. But, you know, I did call her a lot for, like, nothing mm-hmm. just because it just was out of habit. And it just got to a point where it was toxic for me and I think ultimately it did get a little toxic for her too Mm -hmm. because there's such a codependency between the Mm -hmm. two of us where she could ruin my whole mood just from her tone being off when I called her Mm -hmm. and she deserves to have a bad day yeah but I deserve to have a good day Mm -hmm. so there's no reason to call her don't Mm mm-hmm but that's like a huge pathway I've had to like break up in my brain. I think I'm going through trying to be okay with the stillness of my home because I've been so used to like the chaos of a big family, having people around. And like, yes, I probably get together with my family like once a week. Um, but I don't see anything wrong with once a week. No. Having a dinner, a weekly dinner. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a nice fine. little. But, like, I think I was having trouble just being with Austin and Maisie. So I'm like, okay, well, let me make all these plans and let me call Rachel. Let me call Kaylee. Let me call. Like, I couldn't Fill the sit time. still. Yeah. So, like, now the past couple weeks, and even after vacation, I was not on my phone unless I was, like, taking pictures for people or, like, for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then posting them, obviously. But then, like, when I got back, I don't feel like I've really been on my phone. I try not to, like, at work or unless I'm pooping. I got to watch my TikToks. Right. But, like... I just don't, I'm trying to sit with myself. I'm trying to be more present with the fam Mm -hmm. and like reading more. Doing things that fill you up. Yeah. Massive shift Mm -hmm. from where we were even a month ago. Oh yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it flowing into your mood Mm -hmm. and just how you feel about yourself on a daily basis. I mean, this is even without working out. Like I have not... Worked out. It's like the I mental don't. key. It is. Of it. And working out, of course, helps that. But when you feel good and you're like, I could feel better by working mm-hmm. out, I feel like it's so much easier to make that connection. Mm-hmm. And also, that mind body connection when you're working out yep. is stronger because you feel connected to yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to do everything like right away. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, I hung out with Austin and Maisie this next day. All right, well, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I told myself I'm not doing that. So, like, this week I have focused on waking up at the same time every day. Routine. I have made myself a good breakfast, eggs mm-hmm. and bacon, you know, something. I will drink my coffee. And I will either read if I didn't get to read the night before or, like, I think this week I was watching that show in the mornings because right. I had that hour to myself where I'd Maisie's sleeping. I don't have to get ready yet. 
for work. Right. But I just have that time to myself and I enjoyed it. And then I told myself once I get used to that, then like I want to get away from the TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going to wake up, but I'll probably do a 30 minute workout. I'm not making myself go to the gym. I don't, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. To be honest, I think COVID really hit a nerve with the gym. Like I, I went one time and I was like, this is gross. Everyone's sweaty. Mm-hmm. Like people are nasty. And things change. You're not they do. always going to be the same an, person. enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And then that's not right for you. No. And I mean, you see all these crazy results from people doing Pilates, like body weight movements. You can do that at home. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so much you can do for yourself in the comfort of your home without the pressure. Like some people like that. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. But really just feeding into what you need is so much more important than what you think it should look like, which was actually a huge part of um, that first essay in the book. She mentioned like a lot of the time you're not actually sad or upset It's just that something turned out different than the way that you thought it Mm -hmm. was going to. But your brain doesn't have the ability to imagine new things. It only knows what's happened to you. Mm -hmm. It only knows old solutions. But when you can start living in the present and really accepting that whatever's going to happen is going to happen, Mm -hmm. you can only control so much. Yep. And get that rigidity out of your day-to-day where you're like, it needs to go like this. I'm expecting it to go this way. Mm -hmm. You allow the universe to provide you with so much more to be grateful for when you shift your mindset around it. Yep. So that's what I've been doing. (laughs) And that's good. I'm glad. I mean, it's... Slowly. It's a hard thing to shift into because we are taught that you know we're always supposed to be doing something you know like you can't sit still we were made to feel like shit when we were little because they worked all day and then they come home and they're mad at you for just existing Mm -hmm. and laying around because it's lazy and it puts this whole thing on you for the rest of your life where you're like I need to be moving I need to be cleaning Mm -hmm. I need to be doing and sometimes you just have to make a list of the things that need to get done mm-hmm. and none of it's life or death No, nope. at all. Make that list and check something off every day. Like before you sit down to watch your show that you want to watch, before you do something that you oh, enjoy, I do the dishes. mark one thing off that list. Yeah. You'll get it done that week. Mark two things off if you're feeling extra frisky. Yeah. Like just, realize that self-care is so much more than just the facials and the, you know, indulging in things. It's also just doing nothing Mm -hmm. and letting yourself not feel guilty or thinking about what you have to do after. Take that time. If you have time to sit and watch TikToks, time to do anything, you have time to sit there and just be. Mm-hmm. So I think we've touched on this in multiple episodes, but it's a lifelong trial and error yeah. with that. And I can tell you before Henry Ford came along. Fuck Henry Ford. I'm just kidding. Those bitches 
back then, obviously, not a great time to be alive, but at the same time, kind of was. Foraged, hunted. What you doing the rest of the day? Well, the thing... Laying with nature? It, fucking? So, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, that sounds great. I know. Laying with nature and fucking... <laughs> Now, I'm not going to blame Henry Ford because he did that so they weren't working 80-hour weeks. Oh, He true. did it to regulate, but that's just dead now. Yeah. Like, we do not need... Like, I work a 50-hour work week. That's what I'm expected to work. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. I'm making good money. I'm fine right now. But this is not something... That I want to do for a long time. 50, 50 hours a week, you do not have the wherewithal to do anything else. Mm-hmm. You're just so exhausted, like mentally taxed yeah. from your job that you just can't do anything else. Nope. And that's what they want. I'm trying to keep us down. Yeah. Keep you down and tired. You can't fight back. Yeah. But little do they know that Here we, we get fucking sick come. and tired of the shit. We rise. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we write it done. <laughs> yeah. If the government's listening to this podcast, we're both lazy bitches who have <laughs> no intent. Well, no I mean, I'll be intent. at some of the rallies and shit, don't Hey, we have the right to peaceful protest. So yeah, we do. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying, I'm nonviolent. <laughs> Same. Unless I'm provoked. I was about to say <laughs> that. <laughs> All you gotta do is poke the bear and listen. I mean, we are some bears. When you get to poke, and obviously, <laughs> just post something that says the whores are seething, <laughs> and it will absolutely Literally just a post. I will go feral <laughs> because I was I was almost on all fours at my office, like just tramping around. I was so pissed, but. Anyways, I think that about does it for this week's episode. (laughs) Next week, we will be back with some regularly scheduled programming on some kind of topic. I don't know yet, but it will be about something other than what we talked about today. Yes. A little more structured, something that you guys will hopefully enjoy. And hopefully you enjoyed this as well. Um, If you don't agree with our stance, that's great. Um, I... You're entitled to your own yeah, opinion, you just can like we feel are. That way, and you can still listen to our podcast, like, and we still love you. Yep. This is America, where we have freedom of choices. But just know that we are always going to speak up about what we believe is right, mm-hmm. and we're going to be a voice for the people who are one too scared to speak up. And two, who do not have a platform such as this. Not to say that we are massively famous or anything, but Mm -hmm. we are always going to be a voice for the voiceless. So if that is not something that sits well with you, this is not the podcast for you. I hope you do find a podcast that fits you, but we are not ever going to stop doing this. Nope. But anyways. Don't forget to like, rate, and share. And please DM us. We love talking to you guys. We really do. Stories. Questions. Send some love. Yeah. So. Anything you want to do, just make sure that you guys make it a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.